Are you ready to light up the sky? Welcome to Magic Moon Phase. Welcome, welcome back, sisters, misters, witches, wizards, and all of my magical peeps in betweens. I'd like to thank you for being here, for sharing, supporting, subscribing, reviewing, and being a part of the Magic MF community. If you are not yet in our super sweet squad, find us on Instagram, Facebook, and all the social media jazzola. Now let's get ready to rock and roll. Bialtina, also known or also pronounced as Beltane, Beltin, Bealtane, or you can just call it May Day or May Eve. This is what's known as Bright Fire or the Festival of Fire. It is when the goddess and the god finally come together into some fertility magic, little mating season jam, Ola, and it is the blending of the male and female energies. Orgies, anyone? This is a time where young couples would go and spend a night in the woods, and those couples that had been together for a year and a day could also take off their rings, as well as the restrictions that come with those rings, to partake in fertility rites and rituals without any shame or guilt. It's all about sensuality, it's about innocentness, no shame or fear or any severity about doing what you're doing in the woods, humana humana. It's all just about abundance and passion and joy and living in the moment and being very grateful for the growth and the abundance and prosperity that is to come to us here at the beginning of summer. Now, Bialtina happens roughly in between the spring equinox and the summer equinox. So it's kind of right smack dab in the middle there. And as I mentioned, it literally stands for bright fire or the festival of fire. It's a great time for love spells, for prosperity magic, and as I mentioned, it's a great time for mating season, you know what I'm saying? And I found in my studies, just like Samhain, the veil is very thin, so that those that want to come over, such as fae or other worldly spirits, are able to join us during this day. Now, Samhain is more about the death style veil, whereas Bialtina is more for the life veil. And some say that most of the spirits and entities that come over during Bialtina are looking for a little humana humana, if you know what I mean. It's a great time for some sex magic. So there's that. Now you can pronounce it however you want to, yet the name Bialtina or Beltame can be traced back to either the Greek god Apollo or the Celtic god Belinus. Belinus or La Beltane, La meaning day, Bel, of course, for Belinus, and Tane, standing for fire, is where the name is said to have come from. Now, I'm just here to drop a little bit of knowledge, throw down some correspondences, and a couple easy and quick rituals, and to really dig into the energy of this turn on the wheel of the year. So how do you dig in deep? How do you get to it? So let's start with our altars, yes? How about some correspondences? As Bialtina is just a, it's just a celebration of life, the fire, the life inside of us, and the need to connect and be one with not just ourselves, but with source and with our community. So if you were to use some colors on your altar, you might choose red for passion or love, 
Maybe white for peace and harmony. Green for good fortune and wealth. Purple, spiritual growth. Or yellow, just for straight up joy. Holla holla at your boy. Some animals that are affiliated with Bialtina are the dove, the swan, a cat or lynx, a swallow, or cattle. Actually, cattle are really revered in this time of year as they are moved from where they're at into the grazing pasture in which they will stay until Samhain or the harvest season. If you want to throw some other correspondence on your altar, maybe a basket full of flowers, predominantly yellow if you can, although any flowers work, butterflies, fairies, a chalice to symbolize the beautiful goddess or the womb space, some eggs to symbolize new beginnings and protection, maybe some seedlings as we are growing and looking for prosperity and abundance within our harvest, maybe some beads, and of course, crystals. If you're looking for specific kinds of crystals, maybe emerald, malachite, or malachite, however you'd like to pronounce it, amber, orange carnelian, which is great for the sacral chakra, which we will get into here in a moment, as well as some sapphire or rose quartz. Some herbs that you can utilize to plug into the energy are mint, thyme, and mugwort, and some specific flowers, if you wanted to dig into that, are lily of the valley, lilac, which is my personal favorite, ivy, daisies, and marigold. If you want to diffuse some scents or incense, you might want to choose lavender, frankincense, myrrh, rose, jasmine, neroli, which is orange blossom, patchouli, which is amazing for an aphrodisiac, as well as sandalwood, sage, or strawberry. If you're looking to add some offerings to your altar, you might want to choose the drinks of mead, wine, or milk and honey together. If you want to move on to some food, potentially some cherries, strawberries, some greens, milk, bread, or oatmeal cake. Oatmeal cake, you say? I'm going to try some of that. Whatever you decide to put on your altar is fantastic. As I always mention, take what you want, leave the rest, as long as it makes you feel your best. Now, after we set up our altar, we can move right into some small and quick rituals or action steps, some magic, make a genuine intentional change, that you can use to plug directly into the energy of Bialtina. How about we write our wishes and goals on ribbons and hang them from trees. As I mentioned earlier, red, white, green, purple, yellow would be some great ribbon colors to hang from your trees along with your wishes written on them. How about we rise early to collect some flowers and or wash our face in the morning dew? It is said that women back in the Dizay would go and gather morning dew to wash their face with it because they believed that it would make them much more beautiful and or handsome throughout the year. Another thing you can do to make the most of this energy is to rock a bonfire, as the bonfire symbolizes the strength of the rising sun. And as we're moving into the summer season, the strength of the sun is definitely much more prominent. So having that bonfire and throwing in some herbs, you can throw herbs into the fire. They say they used to throw nine good herbs into the fire in order to bring prosperity and abundance, as well as nine types of weeds into the fire to get rid of any negative energy or bad juju for you, you. 
It's also a great time to get real creative with your badass, along with the sacral chakra, the womb space, which is definitely where we find our creative energy. Not just artsy fartsy kind of a stuff, but being creative in your ideas and who you show up as and what you are in the world, really getting into that creativity and digging in deep to it, whatever that means for you. Another thing that might be uh, awesome to do during this time is to renew your vows if you're hitched. Renew your vows and have a sacred wedding ceremony. As the Sabbath of fertility and love and sensuality, sexuality, and blending of the male and female energies, as I mentioned earlier, as the god and goddess, they mate at the spring equinox, they marry at Bialtina, and then their child of promise is born during the winter. So if you want to have a child of promise born during the winter, why don't you hum and a hum and a during this little Sabbath, eh? It's a really good time to rise early and collect some flowers to wear in your hair. As well as make some garland, you know, uh, as I mentioned, wear it in your hair or flower garlands to hang on your doors, adorn your tables, put them in all of your thresholds to your home. And as I mentioned earlier, cattle are a really big deal during this time. They used to adorn their cattle in flowers as well. As it is May Day, the very first of May, Bialtina is usually celebrated the night of April 30th sunset April 30th into sunset May 1st. So this bonfire all night long, Donkey Kong, all night long, all night, doing something along those lines, using that fire to really, really bring in that sensuality, bring in that community. Also jumping over the fire. If you're wearing a skirt, make sure to pull that shit up, yo. But jumping over the fire with someone you love, throwing all caution to the wind and just jump over that flame. You sexy little dame. It's a great time to put the seeds that we planted. If you planted any new seeds for the Taurus moon uh, a couple weeks ago, if any of them seedlings are sprouting up and ready to rock and roll, it's a great time to plant them and put them in the ground. Also, what would it feel like to roll around in the grass in the morning dew or roll around in the grass or the hay with someone you love? It's really going to bring out that inner child. It's going to bring out that fun, innocent, and definitely sensual, no shame, no fear, just all abundance and passion and joy. How about a walk around your perimeter to protect it and bless it? This is what they call beating the bounds. So that's something good to do during this time, as well as, you know, sage clean, cleanse, clear your space with smoke cleansing. With intention, walking around your whole space and setting it up for the summer season. Open up those windows, get the fresh air in, and really use all of your senses at this time. We are still in Taurus sun season. And as we learned in the new moon of Taurus episode, if you haven't listened to that, go back, go ahead. It's awesome. The bull is definitely in touch with all of their senses. So we'll have a five senses ritual coming up soon. But before that, a couple more things that you can get into. Maybe leaving a dish of fruit, nuts, or etc. for the animals and the fae going on a nature walk, doing some outdoor adventures, or preparing a basket of flowers to bring to a friend that might need a little pick-me-up. Now, another thing that I wanted to bring up that I thought was pretty cool, I learned a lot about the maypole. Now, the maypole, I found out, is quite a phallic symbol, as back in the day, they used to go and grab a tree, a sapling, if you will, from the woods, they would bring it in, strip it down, and plunge it into the earth. You heard me, plunge it 
into the earth. And you can take it how you want, yet I feel the symbolism is quite obvious. So a little maypole dancing if you want to you wanna get jiggy with it. Now, the number one thing I wanted to come on this little podcast, Ola Jam Jams, Boom Bam Bams, is to actually bring up the five senses ritual. The five senses ritual is using all of those senses to truly be in the moment, connect to yourself, and ground to our earth energy. So to start this in-depth ritual, create a safe space. Lock the door, turn off your phone, put the do not disturb sign up, and let people in your home, if you do have other people in your home, let them know that you need time alone for, you know, half hour, hour. Don't rush yourself. You're not from Russia. Why are you rushing? Definitely do not rush during this five senses ritual. I want you to really, really connect to each one of your senses. Smell, hear, taste, touch, and sight. So start your safe space. Call in your elements. Call your circle. Call in your deities, your goddesses, all of your spirit squad, and really settle down to create a beautiful circle of safety and security in which you can truly step into your senses. So let's start with smell. Uh, Maybe some aphrodisiacal type of scents, potentially sandalwood, jasmine. Um, You want to put that on a piece of charcoal or a piece of wood or anything that will burn so you can smell that scent as well as have a smoke cleansing agent along with it. So as you're smelling the sandalwood, the jasmine oil, patchouli, anything along those lines, any of the oils that I mentioned earlier in the episode, as you feel this smoke and see this smoke coming up and wafting up, really taking that smoke, which represents the air element or east, the direction of new beginnings, looking at that smoke and saying a little spell, by the smoke, I am caressed, by the goddess, I am blessed. Super easy peasy, yet really getting into that sense of smell. How does it make you feel? Where in your body do you feel it? Really being open to all of the sensations that you are feeling, touching, seeing, all that jazz. Moving on, that jasmine oil that I mentioned earlier, how about we take a little bit of it and anoint our forehead? Taking a a drop or a dollop of that oil and putting it on your forehead, I think like right above your third eye space and in a small, let's say clockwise motion around your third eye, a little spell that you could say as well is with the kiss of goddess upon my head, blessed be my body and blessed be my bed. (laughs) So now that we are smoke cleansed and anointed, we'll move on to hearing. I would love for you to find a certain type of music that really calls to you. It could be something jivey. It could be something jazzy, jazz hands. It could be classical. It could be instrumental. It could be anything that's calling to you at that moment. Music is truly magical. Music, says Shakespeare, is the food of love. So I want to know what is attractive or what attracts you to that type of music. Is it the tonality? Is it the way that it makes you feel? Is it where it brings you? You know, music creates memories, creates synapses in our brain that connect to one another when we hear songs that touch us in certain ways. So in hearing that music, where does that bring you and what does it create inside of you? And speaking of food of love, how about we get to the taste portion of this? Because in Taurus season, we're all about living luxurious. You know what I'm saying? So how about some aphrodisiacal foods? Chocolate, oysters, 
almonds, which I found out are extremely aphrodisiacal. <laughs> is that even a word? It is now. Because they symbolize the yoni or the yoni egg of fertility. Hmm. I didn't know that. How about a mango or anything that's sweet and juicy or anything salty? You can choose any flavor that you really want. What do you want? What, what brings vibrance to your taste buds and makes you feel like you are luxuriously indulging in all of the good things in life? Yas, queen. How about some oranges? Or that mango that I mentioned is phenomenal for the sacral chakra. Think of orange things, orange foods. What feels do they give you and what sensual energies do you feel when you partake in these amazing tastes, awakening your taste buds and really, really digging into that sense, what it feels like to be present to the taste, the mouthfeel, the textures of what it is that you are currently eating. How about touch? The touch, the feel of cotton. What kind of clothing? are you going to wear? Is it going to be a specific color? Is it going to be a specific fabric? You know, those super fuzzy blankets? Yeah, maybe one of those fuzzy muzzy was a bears. Or is it suede? Is it silk? Is it the texture of whatever it is that you're wearing? Really finding something that turns you on sensually with touch. And then of course, the last sense that we are looking at is the one that we see. So as I mentioned, the colors, the patterns, of whatever it is around you, textures. Are you going to look at the sunset? Are you going to look at beautiful flowers? Do you have a candle flame? Whatever it is. So you've got the smell locked down with the oil and the smoke cleansing oil. You've got the sense of hearing locked down with your amazing music or what we know as the food of love, says Shakespeare. Your taste buds will thank you when you bless them with your favorite food so you feel indulgent and luxurious. Whatever you are touching, you know, what would it feel like to get all naked and, and rub yourself on a nice little fuzzy blanket? I'm not saying I'll do that, but I'm probably going to be doing that for my Beltane ritual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what's up. Buttercup ain't got a lie to kick it. And then, of course, the final one, as I mentioned, what are you seeing? What beauty is all around you? Take in every single thing that you can to really connect to yourself and connect to the beautiful world around you. The senses are such an important part of our life. And sometimes we don't stop to smell the roses, you noses. And then lastly, I really wanted to touch on with this ritual, uh, the sacral chakra. Now, this, this is a really good time to connect with that chakra as it is our womb space, as it is our creative, powerful center. It's, it's where our pleasure and our sexuality and our desire stem from. So imagine an orange light surrounding you. Imagine an orange light emanating from your womb space. Imagine being surrounded in a bubble of orange glow, you know, and really opening up and connecting with this chakra, particularly during Beltane, is an energy that we can absolutely take advantage of and absolutely plug into because it is there and it's swirling all around us. So ladies and gents, sisters and misters, these are just a couple quick little energy rituals and things that you can do to plug in right away to this beautiful Sabbath that we have going on here, as well as get in touch and touch yourself. When I think about you, I touch myself. And get in touch with yourself. Yourself connected to source and the source that is connected to you. 
That's all I've got for you today, sisters, misters, witches, wizards, and all my magical peeps. Thank you so much for everything you do. I appreciate you. Feel free to share this podcast with all of your magical peeps. Because your referrals to your friends is how we grow, don't you know? Feel free to rate, review, subscribe, share, reach out to me on magicmf.com. If you'd like a tarot reading, I got you, boo, because that's what I do. Or if you're just looking to chitty chat kitty cat. I was talking to Kara in Canada the other day, and it was really rad. We had an hour-plus-long conversation about being a badass witch. Hey, I love talking to people about being a badass witch or wizard. About living more magically in your life. Why not? I'm all about connection. I'm all about community. And I'm all about helping you to continue to make more magic, motherfuckers. Stay tuned for our next episode on the full moon in Scorpio. Coming at you next. Thank you.